Well, you want to do it? Just do the damn thing, as uh, one of the bachelorettes used to say. Uh, Becca, that was Becca's Becca. Thing. But you know what? To be completely fair, Becca, it, it like it wasn't original of her. That saying. Yeah. Yeah, but who said it first, though? Anyone? Like, there's somebody out there did. It wasn't her. Well, yes, at some point somebody <laughs> did say it. It's been a while, guys, but uh, welcome to What the Hell. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Brittany. And you may be asking yourself, where the hell have Brittany and Tiffany been? Or you may not be asking yourself anything, but you might be pleasantly surprised to see our icon pop up in your podcast app. We're like that cool cousin you forgot you had. <laughs> may unexpectedly show up at the family reunion. Remember family reunions? That was so pre-pandemic. Way too long ago. Well, <laughs> so yesterday, as Hillary Duff would say. So yesterday, yeah. wait, is that one of her songs or something? It's like her only song. Her only song. She's one of those that acts and does all the things, but all the things. <laughs> mediocre. I don't know. Maybe That's she nice. <laughs> now you get to see all our facial expressions as I hesitate about everything that I say. <laughs> um, well, your cool BFF cousins are back for this family reunion. <laughs> Um, and we're super excited because while we took 2020 to launch What the Hell, we did the damn thing, as Becca would say, uh, did 30 episodes, which was a big deal during a pandemic. Uh, we talked about all kinds of stuff. So now we are kicking off 2021 with a whole lot of purpose and direction. Introducing Drummall, da 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 da, <laughs> verticals. We've narrowed down the things we like to talk about into five different pillars. So we have happenings, personals, deconstruction, scandalous, and betterment. And some of you are here for the post-religion talks, which is where it all started. Uh, as you know, we're pastor's kids, missionary kids, turn deconstruction, mavens, hey, hey. So we, of course, have to have a deconstruction. Vertical. Of course, of course. So some of you are here for pop culture talks and the newsworthy stuff, the timely things, the politics, and we're calling this happenings. Some of you found us when talking about relationships and parenting and family, and we are calling this personals. True crime is near and dear to our hearts. It's kind of an inappropriate thing to say, depending on who you ask. And we're calling this scandalous. And today's episode falls under our fifth pillar, which is betterment, which is exactly what it sounds. It's self-help, inspiration, and the like. So there's still something for everybody, but our new pillars will help you know at a glance if this is something for you or like absolutely for you, depending on your interests. Or maybe you're like us and you're into all the things, which means we'll see you here every new episode. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll hear you over here. Yes. Thank you guys for joining us on the ride. We are still on it and let's get into it. Our first technically categorized betterment episode. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Also, cheers. 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 Yay. <laughs> to a new year. I've missed you. I've missed doing this. I miss doing this too. And I guess like if we're going to jump in there, yes, we're still doing this virtually because we live in Los Angeles, 
and we're still the epicenter of the pandemic and we'll see each other occasionally from a distance but we have not podcasted together since february march, march? Yeah, at least yeah. march it may have been february i know That's that i was trying to think yeah I think March 14th was the first time we podcasted separately, according to my records. (laughs) So it's crazy. Like we're more used to doing it separately than together at this point. And it has its perks and its downfalls. Like we, it's don't, you know, like we can just do it any old time when we're at home, but I, in a certain way, like doing it live though, is like even more incentive. I'm like, I get to hang out with her. I know. And I do feel like seeing you because we always like FaceTime and now for the first time you guys are seeing us like this because we're like we should try this since we've been doing it like this anyways so we get to see each other's facial expressions but it's just I feel like I don't even know how I feel about like all the energy and the universe or whatever but it's just different when you're in person you can like vibe off each other better it is different but this whole the fact that so if you are not watching this and you're just listening to this we also do have a recording that we are, maybe we put it out somewhere. Maybe we didn't, maybe we're just watching it ourselves at home. <laughs> we don't know yet, but the yeah. intention is to post the video as well. And Brittany was like, maybe we should like record and like, you know, have like this extra piece of content. And I love the idea, Brittany, because now I like have my hair done. I got my makeup on. I got on some pearl earrings. Mm-hmm. And when I have these things on, I feel like I'm like going out with a friend. So this was brilliant. I never thought that's a, that is a good point. I You're so brilliant. meant to do that. No, but that's a great, that's a great point. Cause I didn't think about that part. Cause a lot of times we'll just be like, ah, whatever. Just cause oh, you don't care. I've but. never looked worse than I do with you <laughs> on a FaceTime. Like while you have like the, the wrong angle or whatever, just like whatever. It's fine. I've never attempted a good angle. Like half the time when we're doing it, you were looking straight up my nose it's something to not be seen. So when you were like, let's do something to be seen it, you know, it's, uh, you're helping my mental health. Oh, great. Which goes right into oh, what we're going to talk about. This, look at, it's this, like we're this, professionals. Look at you. Look Just at you. Go right back in there. It's fine. <laughs> um, well, we're going to talk about one of our verticals today, which is betterment. And we're going to be talking about goals Um, but I was going to say, before we jump into that, why don't you, it's been, we literally haven't recorded in six, seven weeks at this point, um, which we've never done before. We've had some breaks given some personal stuff last year, but it was just, yeah, lots of things happening. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what's been going on in your life? Catch the viewers and listeners up on what's What's going on. Exactly. Which are you, a viewer, a listener? You could be both. Yeah. I had to move. It was the month of January, everyone's favorite time to move right after the holidays. So for the holidays, we were home. Obviously, we didn't even have a Christmas tree because what was the point? We're putting everything in boxes. But not leaving LA, just FYI. Yes, not leaving LA. I'm still, I literally moved to the end of my street. (laughs) I live on one street and I moved to the end of it. Um, And then like over one, but uh, we went from a little cottage house to an apartment, but- you would think that would be a downgrade. It's an upgrade. Yeah, it we is. love the new place, but um, I'm still having nightmares about my old landlords and what they did mm-hmm. to us. Evil, 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 making us move out and all that. And we didn't do anything wrong. I should clarify on that. We didn't do anything no. wrong. They said they had to move their son into our house, but I just don't think that's a good enough reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a, a pandemic. Like, yes. just don't kick people like, out of their houses. 
you would, we do not kick people out of their houses in the middle of a pandemic. It's just not what we do, but they did it and said they're moving their son into their house. I'm like, have them move in with you. Like, I don't understand the problem right now. Like, why are you coming at me with your, your problems? So anyway, we had to move. I'm making this a whole thing. And it just, it's a ton of work. It's just a ton of work to move and get into a new place and cancel all your old stuff and get all of your new stuff set up. And so I have internet now and now I can record with you and hang out and we're back. Yeah. So that's what's been going on with me. And meanwhile, you've been dealing with the crossover of child to preteen. I know my daughter just turned 10, which is nuts because I, I'm, I know we're going to say this every year. Then she turns 12 or 13. Oh my God, I have it, whatever. I'm going to say it every year. I don't know. Like I do feel my age. I'm 34, but I also feel like, I don't know, the taller she gets and she's getting closer to, she's almost as tall as you. And I don't know, it's nuts. And it's it's a beautiful thing though. I love seeing her grow older. It's sad, but it's kind of like this beautiful sadness, I would say, because it's, I love seeing the little woman she's becoming. And yeah, so it's mostly been that. We didn't, I mean, you had the move, anything else happening in my world has just mostly been the same old stuff, like work, school, had some weeks off from work. I'm wrapping up a job right now and might be down for a little while. But otherwise, like, I would say we're, we're like in between fine and good. Like we're not like good. Yeah. But we're, we're fine. Like given the pandemic, everything is fine. Um, we've been able to get out. We do go out, have gone out and done like quite a few at, like outdoor stuff and stuff. This is where I'm going to sound so articulate. Now that I know you can see me, it's great. But yeah, like we've taken them to see the snow and a couple other, you know, we get to the beach, even though it's the winter that's like the one perk is I'm jealous of all of you guys that are not in the LA that are doing semi-normal things but at least we still have the beach and the beautiful weather and all those things so and in one sentence you managed to explain to the world why we live in California you took kids to the snow and then you took them to the beach and you can do it in the same day if you want to did it in the same week one week and I was like we've 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 lived here on and off for over for a decade and it's like we've never done that and now we were just like you know what yeah we're not doing anything else let's go do outside stuff so that's part that part's been fun it's the best yeah it's the best just the options and things it's the best when life is normal it's been rough right now but you guys have been great about still like seizing the opportunity and getting out of the house I have seized sought nothing (laughs) it's all good it's not entirely true but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would love a tan. Yes. But you're going to be working on that in your new fancy place with amenities. Yeah. The new place has a pool, which is great. And some of y'all are like, cool, a pool, whatever. But like, it's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> it's a big deal. And speaking of seizing things and not seizing things, that's kind of what we're talking about this week is setting goals and creating systems to achieve our goals And it's been kind of fun because, you know, what we're actually talking about this week is something that we talked about, Brittany and I and another friend on a FaceTime call a few weeks ago, we like sat down and pulled out like our notebooks and our pens. We're like, let's have a girl's goals night. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that we had ever done before. No, it's not been a part of like, that is not my, it's not our thing. I was going to say, and it's not, you know, more power to you if it is something that's just like ingrained in you, but it is not in me. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know, 
I don't know. Can you, could you say like what inspired it for you? Like, I feel like you are around a lot of people that are that way. Right. Well, that's what inspired it. And I was going to say, and I'm not, but then I don't know something about, that's not true. I actually have, there's several work friends of mine that have become very close to me this pandemic because we just, now that we work from home, we're like talking all the time. And it's just like, it's been very positive. And there's been a lot of like the type of conversation, very goal oriented that I, in my mind, I'd be like, I'd love to be like that, but I'm not naturally like that at all. And so I think like I pitched it to, I don't know. Did you pitch it to me? I don't know. It came up. It came up somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of friends. So as you said, like I am surrounded by people who are like this and I naturally am not. And um, for the past couple of years now, another group of friends of mine have had, we've had goals nights together at the new year each year. And I'm not the leader of these things or anything. I just show up and like, you know, do my homework and it's great. And um, I think I maybe mentioned to you that I was doing that with them. And you were like, that's something I want to do this year is be focused on goals and be somebody who like writes things down. So it's like, let's do this together. Mm-hmm. Like I do it with them. Let's do it together too. And yeah. so we sat down and did that and we dragged Kelsey into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. It's like, you know, it seems probably ironic because most people, as well as myself for 2021, are just like, let's just make it be better than last year which I agree. But I feel like, I think because 2020 really just sucked the life out of so many things and there was like deaths and just all the things. I just, I don't know. I'm like, no, I'm done with just settling for mediocre and being like surviving. And I don't know. I've also had that mentality a lot, even with parenting. It's like, there's a lot of it when they're little, where you're just like, just trying to get through them each day. And I'm like, no, like, let's set some higher goals for myself and not be a broken record anymore of some of the things that I know I can do, but don't do because I'm whatever. I I don't make it a priority. So. Right. It's like so much just existing, like just getting through the day to day. It was a good conversation you and I had about this before, but like why we're very, we're both like ambitious people. We're reliable people. We're, Um, achievement oriented to some extent. And yet we don't like to write things down. We Mm -hmm. don't like to set a goal and place a system on something. And we were like trying to get to the bottom of why is that? And for me, I know that like writing something down is like instant accountability. And it instantly is, you know, to some extent it's pass fail. It's like you either do what you set out to do or you don't do what you set out to do. And I don't want to write things down because then it means if I don't do it, I failed. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. But I had never articulated that. I just ignored it. Oh yeah. I mean, and I, I would love to be someone, well, I don't know if I actually want this, but I was going to (laughs) say the people that are like journalers and stuff like that, there's this part of me that is like fascinated by that because I feel like I've lost so many of my memories over the years. And if I had just written down, even just what we did for the day or something, it'd be so cool to have that. And thankfully we have pictures and Facebook and all that right now for those kind of memories. But yeah, I agree. I think I hadn't ever thought about it the way you just described it, which is if you write it down, then there's a chance. Like it's all about failure for me. Like if I fully set a goal and actually commit to it, then like, I don't want to fail. So I will do it, but I don't ever let myself actually commit to a goal, even though I might say that I am. 
Right. It's like, we'll say things that are somewhat non-committal. Like I want to, you know, I'm making something up here. I want to spend more time with the kids Yeah. instead of being like specific. Like I am going to, on my weekends, at least once a month, make a specific plan to go do a specific activity. Like those are two very different things. So you can rationalize, oh, I'm spending more time with the kids by like, oh, we had dinner together. And then you didn't fail. You know what I yeah. mean? And I'm just picking kids because I don't have them. <laughs> no, but it's also what you just said. Like the difference between those two sentences, let alone the specifics is I want to, which I used to say all the time, I want to versus I'm going to, or I am this, or things that are just like doing words or things you are as opposed to like, oh, I'd like to be. Yeah, that's yeah. Such a good. I think that's such a good point. Um, and so what we did is we did this exercise together. Um, and again, I can't take any credit for this. This one goes out to next love dev, my friend, Alex Dublin, we call her next love dev. She put this whole thing together and I'm sure she pulled from other places and things too, but it, it, it's like a statement exercise where there are, I want statements, but there's a lot of other statements too. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I am whatever. Um, and you have to like sit down and come up with specifics and the way that she like taught it to me and to other people. And then I've shared on is you are supposed to be really specific with it mm-hmm. and not be, you know, like flighty about it. And like half-assed, like you want to say the specific thing, because that's how you, a specific thing requires you to create a system to complete that action. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I've never even thought of it that way before whatsoever. And there's been a lot of stuff lately too. Um, you know, like Brittany has read the book Atomic Habits and I just started it. I'm only like a couple chapters in, but it is so good. Mm-hmm. It's and it's so an good. easy read too. It's like very, from what I remember, but yes, it, it's, yeah. yeah, like that one versus another one that we're reading in like a, a group that we're in, like uh, Chimp Paradox or what is it called? Yeah, the Chimp Paradox. The Chimp Paradox. And that one to me is a lot more like heady and wordy a little bit it's still simple to follow but like I don't know the atomic habits just feels like and I did listen to it but it was very easy to just listen to someone like talking to you like you're with a coach or something like that yeah um so so the way that this exercise works again it has these statements that you start out with and you complete the statement with something really specific so we'll share some of our examples if you're comfortable with that yeah I'm gonna pull mine up right now yeah me too So uh, I'll just kind of run through. And if you guys are still inclined, if you haven't done this exercise, I would totally say like pause for a second, go grab your, well, you're probably on your phone. So you can just pull up your notepad or grab a piece of paper and a pen, whatever, and just write this out and do it for yourself later. Maybe do it with a best friend or with a partner or even just yourself, but sit down and do this. I think it's really valuable and helpful. Um, Statements. Thanks, Britt. (laughs) I got you. The statements are, I want to quit, fill in the blank. I want to start. I want, I want to learn. I want to try. I want to have. I want to continue to. I'm going to stop. And the last one is I am going to be. And so a lot of those are really like um, action um, focused. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to try, like, you gotta, you gotta, what are you going to try? Like, you gotta be specific here. Um, I think, you know, something we struggled with 
what I struggled with in the conversation was I'm going to stop was like a hard one for me. Mm. Um, and I think that that probably has a little bit to do with like my own self-righteousness as a person. <laughs> You're like, I'm good at everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to add on to who I am. I don't want to take anything away. <laughs> I mean, that's something, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's, it's good. It's interesting. <laughs> no, I'm half, I am half serious and half kidding, which I guess is the definition of half. <laughs> I have to explain both. Um, so that's the exercise. And we sat down and kind of like go quiet and like get introspective and think about what are the things you really want and your specific. So the example I was using when Brittany and I sat down with our friend Kelsey is like, say you want to learn a new language. You wouldn't say, I want to learn a new language. You would say, I want to learn basic Spanish and I will do this by studying on Duolingo three nights a week for six months. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a very different statement from I want to learn a new language. Everybody yeah. wants to learn a new language. Yeah. You know, how are you going to get to that place of what you want to do? Yeah, totally. So what are some of the things that really stood out to you when you were like working through this exercise of figuring out what you really want for yourself this year? I mean, I think when I was first looking at those phrases, like the beginnings of this, of the sentences, it was, I think a few things immediately jumped out of things I'd like to do. And so I was trying to analyze like where that would fall. If it was like something I want to start or learn or try, like, like, I think I immediately had a few answers, but was trying to figure out where it would go. Yeah. Um, go quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, I didn't, I'm trying to think of the, what, what was the one that I maybe struggled with the most? I think I tend to be, I, I think I, I really liked the specific sort of prompt or that you need to be specific because that helped take what would have just been a simple statement, which I think is also really good to have, but then, and then kind of further explain how you're going to go about doing it. So I don't know, do we want to go through and like, yeah, share some or I don't know. There's some um, I'm not sharing. Huh? There's a few I'm not sharing that yeah, I wouldn't sure. share. Sure, same here, same here. But I'll share some. Yeah. Like the first, okay, so if we just want to start at the beginning, the first one was, I want to quit. And I wrote, I want to quit talking negatively about myself to Curtis and also just to myself. I'll make it a goal to not bring up anything negative about my body. And I, and you said this, which I added to my list that, well, maybe I'll let you tell yours. And I'll just say, I also added some things as we were all talking, which I loved. So, oh, totally. And that's what, like, one of the great things about doing this with a friend or a partner or whoever is, you know, the conversation brings up things you wouldn't have thought of on your own. Mm -hmm. You are so cute. Brittany's like, can I have two? <laughs> <laughs> well, some like, of them I was like, oh, this is good. But then I also thought of something else. Of but. course you can have two. No, you have to save that goal for 2022. <laughs> You're not allowed to have another one. <laughs> um, so my, I want to quit was I want to quit being reactive in conversations. So um, that specifically applies to my significant other that, you know, especially being cooped up during quarantine and everything together, that person gets the best of you, the worst of you, and like the worst, worst of you, and especially of me. And so, you know, like, stress at work, stress with family, stress with finances, stress with home, stress with pets, friends, kids, whatever. It all comes out on that person. In a way, it makes you grow closer for sure. But I just have been behaving like a person I don't really recognize in terms mm -hmm. of just being a reactive person. So I want to quit being reactive in conversations. How do I do that? I was talking to my therapist about this this week and I am literally going to start having like a vocal cue for myself 
where if I don't like something that's being said and I just want to react to it, I'm literally going to respond and be like, I need a minute to respond to this and leave the room every time until it's like not as awkward to do that. Sure. (laughs) Because the issue is I have to interrupt the behavior because I'm doing it so quickly Mm -hmm. that there's no time to interrupt the behavior. So I have to do something kind of like awkward and weird for a while until I'm slow enough in my responses to make a difference. I like that though. That makes sense. It's just like, yeah, changing a behavior, but it's very specific, which I like. Yeah. We're so habitual, you know, we get into patterns. We get into like just these total patterns all the time. And I'm like, I'm not habitually a bitchy person. So why am I habitually a bitchy person right (laughs) now? You know, no, that makes sense. And that, that I added when you said that, uh, that's like such a thing for me too. I'm so quick to react, especially I've always been that way. I've always tended to just like blurt out what I think. And I'm terrible at interrupting people because I'm, it's like how I want to respond and interact in the conversation. So I don't always mean it like that, but I'm trying to learn to like stop, listen, and all those things. Like you're not listening if you're like waiting to talk. But also the reactive thing, I think since being at home, it's not, it is a bit of an excuse, but you know, we're already the most comfortable around the people we live with. And now we've been around them all the time. And so the reactiveness and probably what I allow myself, the person I allow myself to be is probably been on all the spectrums, both like the most negative and terrible. And maybe, I don't know if we've seen the best side of me in this either, but we've definitely seen probably the worst side of me. And I think that's just also speaking to that. It's just not being so reactive to everything as well, because everything can feel very dramatic when we're just all cooped up all the time. So. I know. And I hate that feeling of being like, this is so important. I'm like, it's not, this is like the least important thing. And yet, yeah. you know, I'm treating it like it's the end of the world. And again, lots of grace for everybody because we're in a pandemic and blah, blah, blah. But still, I don't want to come out of this pandemic with a whole new set of behaviors I need to break. Yes, that's, a great, that's a great point. <laughs> change because there are plenty. Um, I'll do my next one. So I said, I want to start something. Um, This is very, I don't want anybody to feel, sorry, I can't take myself seriously. (laughs) I don't want anyone to feel like condescended to about this because I know this is lofty and not everyone is going to do this, Mm -hmm. but I really want to start watching Bridgerton without having my phone on. I know, I know, lofty goals. Um, but the point of that one really is that <laughs> I'm really bad about, you know, multiple screens, multiple screens, being on my phone, watching this. I'm like, I only get half of anything. And another day went by and I, you know, spent 17 hours on nothing. So yeah. that one actually is kind of important to me. <laughs> I think it's, it makes sense. I'm terrible about that too. Like, I like my, one of my favorite things to do when I have downtime is to like put on a put on a video game that's like that doesn't require a lot of mental I mean and you might argue if you don't play video games it all takes a bunch of mental things but there's games like right now I'm playing Assassin's Creed and I'm at a place where I just am kind of exploring and just like finding treasure and like just it's very nothing so I'll always like I have my podcast in or my, my audiobook while I'm playing but I feel like if I'm just sitting and listening like I'm not doing not doing enough that's not I feel like I could be relaxing even more. <laughs> and so in a way it feels like I need to do more, but I also think there's something, uh, it was, I think it was Bridgerton when I watched it. It was the first time that in a long time, 
that I had sat and watched something without anything in my hand. I think I watched huh. it on my phone or on my computer. And, you know, when Curtis and I watch stuff together, I don't have my phone out, but I usually am doing the double thing as well. So, but I think that is such a great tip. You brought this up when we were doing our goals together as you were like, Oh, a thing for that is watch it on your phone. Mm-hmm. And then it's not like you're going to go get your iPad and like scroll around on your iPad yeah. while you're watching a show on your phone. And I was like, Oh, that's actually a really good idea. I know it's a different experience, but yeah. it's almost a better one because it's less distracted. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously little, but I'm like, if you're in your bed and you're just like on your phone, like no hot fun. I think, and you also hit on just a second ago, you were like, oh, I could be relaxing more. I think that's exactly what it is, is I don't even let myself relax enough to just enjoy sitting back and just like watching a show. I'm like, yeah. I'm still doing something. Like, why, why am I doing that? Why the hell am I doing that to myself? <laughs> why the hell? What the hell, Tiffany? What the hell is up with the double screen life? <laughs> I you know it is weird. For mine, I said, I want to start planning out our vacations or like slash activities, bucket list items for the rest of the year. Yes, I know we're still in a pandemic, but I just want to start actually planning things. Like we can be pretty spontaneous, which I do love about us, but even things like date nights, weekends away, like let's just put it on the calendar and, you know, if something comes up and we can assess when we get there, but just planning it out because it's something to look forward to, especially after this year. And so even if something as simple as like getting a night away somewhere nearby, just put it on the calendar and plan it or yeah. something like that. So, I love that. And I'm hoping we still can do a little bit of traveling later this year. So we'll see. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm inspired. Um, I'll share my, I want to have. So okay. um, I went, so let me also, uh, also let me also, <laughs> <laughs> also preface this by saying, we live in Los Angeles. Bleh. Once again, we just say it all the time. Um, I'm not bling because I don't love it. I love it. But we live in Los Angeles. The cost of living is so high. So like you can be like a Dave Ramsey follower or whatever. And he'll say, save this much, spend this much, you know, charity this much, whatever. But out here, our ratios, like those ratios do not work for us. We don't get to save 20% of our income. I wish that that was like a thing, but like, no, like that's in rent. Like it's going to rent, yeah. you know? Um, it's very different life. So even though that's true, I'm just prefacing what I'm about to explain is that I want to have um, 20K in my savings in the bank by fall. And I want to have 10,000 more in debt paid off by summer. And if you were to like, look at my debt income ratio and like my expenditures and all this different stuff, you might be like, why can't you do that? It's really hard. And that's why I'm setting it as a goal for myself. And what I did, like my system to try to make that happen as I sat down actually last night with my boyfriend, he's very into investing and stock market and all this stuff. And I was looking at my Acorns account with him and showing him like how it's all split up. Um, and Acorns is like stock market light. It's a, yeah. essentially a high yield savings account that puts your yeah. money into ETFs. So um, we sat down and we're looking at like the projections. Right now, I literally put $5 a week into my Acorns. And then if I ever have a big unexpected chunk, I'll sometimes put a few hundred in at a time. And he was like, okay, well, let's do like the projections. If you were to sit down and put in $125 a week into this, like you're going to hit your goal, like based on the projections of the yields and everything. And I was like, really? Like, that's all I have to do. And like, that doesn't sound that hard, but then I'm like, I have a lot of expenses. That is hard. So the point that I'm making is, 
I did it. I set up a recurring investment for $125 a week to go in every single week. And if it gets to where I can't like, quote unquote, afford to do that because I need the cash flow, I'll just like pause it yeah, or stop it. But the goal is to keep doing that. And then I will hit my goal because how else I didn't have a system yet. I was like, I want this thing, but I didn't have a plan for how I was going to do it. I love that. I love that. And I was going to say, I feel like, I guess we don't have to go into too many details, but if you are somebody that has followed Dave Ramsey, you know, you might think like, oh, why not just pay everything off of debt? Cause we're like in a similar place too, where we still have things we're paying off, but we also live in a place where our jobs are very volatile, especially this last year. And I just feel like having a good chunk of savings in an area, in an area where like, you may have to move all of a sudden or, you know, right now I'm in a job that, uh, I wrap tomorrow and I'm probably going to go back next season, but I literally will have maybe almost two months down, which is like a long time for normally what I would have, but it's not that uncommon. So it's just how it goes. So you go on unemployment for a little while, then you got to have savings to supplement that and all all that stuff. So that's just like how it works in the the industries we're kind of in out here. So I love that. I think it's, and I'm glad that you had him to kind of help you like actively figure out that goal. Cause I think there's a lot of like, I want to do this, but like, what's the plan? Right. Um, How are you going to get there? Oh my gosh. So I have to say on this. So in the book, Atomic Habits, which I am reading right now, and Brittany already finished, this was so profound to me and it's so obvious, but in the book, he says winners and losers have the same goals. Mm. If you can see my good. That's good. Winners and losers have the same goals. What's different between a winner and a loser is the systems that they put into place. A loser probably doesn't put any systems into place, but they wanted the same thing. A goal is just the thing you want, mm. which the way you get it is the system you put into place. Yes. So that's what it was with me sitting down with Josh last night and being like, how am I going to do this? But that's I also, I mean, stuff. which kind of goes into what my, what was it? I want to, or whatever. Yes. I want uh, to. Yeah. I want to have. Yeah. Or I want to. Yeah. Uh, but like the system, like mine was, I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but it was like, I want to have a banging body by 35 or somewhere close to a banging body, but yes, <laughs> for my version of a banging body, uh, which is in June. And you know, Tiffany and I, can I share about like kind of, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's been not quite a month yet, but for me, but, um, we started, it's like, okay. So I've been on this, this journey of gaining weight for, <laughs> since I started having kids and I can't blame it on kids anymore because I, I kind of gained and lost that weight. But basically I've just, you know, I feel like if you're a woman at some point, you're just like, I gotta lose weight. And I, for years and years have been the perpetual dieter for three weeks at a time. And all I have done is gain weight over for it. And for years I was at a certain weight. And in the last several years, I think just from all kinds of things, stress, eating, drinking, all of the above, I've gained like 30 pounds. And so all that to say, you know, it's so funny because the science brain of, of me is like, I know the whole calories in calories out, but I've just, I wanted to try everything else except for understanding science, which doesn't make (laughs) sense for my brain. Um, and I think I just hadn't hit a point where I was wanting to accept a system, which is kind of why I'm coming back to what you were set up a system. And I think what we're doing right now is, is it's like macros following macros, which is also like 
tracking your calories, but it's more focusing on the macros and really learning more about food and portions and what's in food. And I think it just, for me, that having a system in place has changed everything because instead of being like what I always have done and you've known since we've known each other for like a decade, you know, I'm just like, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs, Atkins, keto, whatever. And so I, that's very much stuck in my brain to the point where I still struggle a little bit with it where I'm like, Oh, that's bad. But now I've, you know, I'm losing slowly, but it's, I'm seeing it go down and I'm tracking, I'm doing the thing I said I never would ever do, which was like weigh my food. I'm like, I'm never going to do anything that makes me have to do something that's so complicated. And like, honestly, being in the pandemic, it's not that complicated and I can eat as weird or strange as I want because (laughs) I'm not around anybody. If I want to eat deli meat and a cheese stick every day, it's fine. And a slice of bread. And a slice of bread. Well, that's the thing is I'm like, I'm actually eating like a sandwich or whatever. Um, it sounds so simple, but it's like, and I'm seeing it on TikTok everywhere too, which I'm sure is because I keep watching the ones there. It says that where it's just so simple, but it's taken this many years to finally just go. I don't know. I don't know if it's like an age thing or after this last year where I'm just like, no, I'm done trying to figure out a temporary plan. I need a long-term system that I can follow and see that if I want to go from here to down here. And I follow this, this is what should happen. So, right. Like, this is the way through the woods. Getting a banging body, which is like losing 40 or 50 pounds for me sometime this year. I mean, I'd like to be at least most of the way there by the summer. Um, And the way that, like, you're what we're learning and implementing, like, you know, whether it's a specific number or not, like, the benefits that are coming from this are just insane. Like every day I'm like, if I want to have a mini Snickers bar, I'm going to, and I'm putting my full fat cream in my coffee. And you know what? I wake up in the morning and I'm actually hungry because I never let myself be hungry before. Mm. You know, I never really, I would like say I'm hungry. What I really meant was I'm going to eat now. (laughs) Yeah. Or I'm bored. That's what I've learned. That's the thing I've learned the most being home is I'll be bored. So I'll walk into where the, all the snacks are that the kids have that they take for their after school thing or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I'll just have a fruit snack. Oh, I'll just have a little, whatever. And like, I haven't had to, I've been very aware of that, but I had one day where I was just like, I'm just going to do kind of what I'm wanting to do and just track how much this is. Cause I'm just curious. And it was like within an hour of just like a few little, little things. I'd eat like 450 calories, just like and that wasn't a meal. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I just had a fruit snack or two, which those were each 80 calories. And then I had, you know, a little little handful of chips and then, and it like, it just felt like little snacky things, but then it was like, oh, I could have just had like a whole meal instead. Or by that point, I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat the pasta. So I'll just snack. And I'm like, oh, I could have had a whole bowl of pasta instead. Why, why did I do that? So pasta. That's what, well, what uh, Oprah says, eat the bread. Yeah. Eat the bread. Yeah. Um, that's good. Our system, our system is, and we also have like gotten involved with like, essentially, I didn't think of this term, but again, my therapist, she was like, you're essentially in a support group. We've joined like a group of women who are doing the same thing and like talking through how we do things and like the mindset that goes with it and all this. And that has just been really, really powerful too. I totally agree. That's that's been the biggest thing I think for me, because there's still parts of it that I'm not fully doing yet. And it's just because of like, 
laziness, honestly, and uh, laziness, but also like super focused on just one aspect of it right now. So maybe I should rephrase what I'm saying. I'm super focused on this and I'll add in things as we go. Right. Um, But yeah, the support part of it is huge for me. Huge. Gotta have support. Um, so I'll hit on like a couple more of mine if you want to, too. Yeah. I, one other thing that I, I, uh, wrote into mine was I'm going to stop habitually drinking, especially on weeknights. So I did dry January, woo! um, which is the longest stretch of time in my entire adult life that I have not drank mm-hmm. ever. And tonight I'm having a Paloma, but it's not January, honey. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh but that felt great and like I think the thing is like I love a drink I love a drink out with my friends I love a drink at home I love a cocktail um I love it all but do I need to drink that often nope like 100% (laughs) don't need to so what the system that I'm implementing which does not apply tonight it is a Thursday (laughs) but in general um, starting next week and any night that we're not podcasting, <laughs> I'm not going to drink, um, Mondays through Thursdays. That's my system that if I want to drink Friday through Sunday, I can just because I can, doesn't mean I will, yeah. or I have to, but my system is no drinking on weeknights. Yeah. Just simple. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And I will say like the, like skin under my eye, I swear to God, it grew another layer in January. It grew another layer from not drinking. Like not really, but like it, like say the opposite. Like no, like I feel like my skin is so much more like um, boingy. <laughs> boingy. boingy. <laughs> like it's not as thin. Not as thin. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. I totally miss that. When you're saying grow a layer, you're saying it like looks better. Yes. Okay. And the way I heard it was thinking like, you're thinking, you know, if I got like another layer on here, like that would not be good. That would not be cute. No. So I, but improved. Okay. Great. Improved. I explained it horribly, <laughs> but like, I just feel like it's not a see-through anymore. It feels and looks yeah. better. Less so. puffy and like. Well, yeah. mine, I feel like it's more sallow, like more yeah. like thin. Interesting. When I, dehydrated. I actually feel, I don't know. I feel like. Cause I also, I did mostly dry January because there was a couple, there was only a few nights, but it was, I think two of the whole. What did our friend Mora call it? Uh, damp January? Oh, damp January. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like it was just, it was cutting a bad habit that had started through, you know, we've, we've been drinking for a long time, but I definitely think during the, uh, this pandemic, it's gone way more than it ever needed to be. And so it was just a good time to cut back. So that was a good one. Totally. What was your, that was, which one was that one? That was my, I'm going to stop. Oh, my, I'm going to stop was, I'm going to stop overthinking everything. Maybe we'll just leave it there. (laughs) That's fine. Mostly. I mean, it was going to, I mean, my, the full thing was, I'm going to stop overthinking everything and analyzing my family, but it's more just like, I think if I, you know, and I don't even mind sharing this, I think from doing things like putting all this out there this last year, it's very vulnerable. It's, you know, it's something that not a lot of people are comfortable doing and that's fine. It's comfortable for me and for you and something we chose to do. And I've, there's been different things that have happened because of that, but, uh, I also have just like, 
uh, get way too like hyper-focused in on those things and just like overanalyze and overanalyze and overanalyze. Then it takes over my brain when I'm just like, look, I chose to do it. I'm proud of what we did. I wouldn't take it back. Um, so yeah, need to just move on. And I feel like on the one hand, the older I've gotten, I think I've gotten better about being a little more tactful and like things about my personality that are like good and bad traits. But I think the overthinking, I don't know if it's come more from the pandemic or from doing this, but it's definitely gotten worse this last year where I think I'm just overthinking everything because maybe because we're not around people too. And so you don't get that immediate feedback from people like you would if you're in an office environment or something. Totally. And we don't have the same like venting uh, escape either. Like if, you know, something happens with my friend or a family, I would hang out with another friend or family and talk through those things. And we do, but you don't see, we don't see each other in person as often anymore. So we're just stuck with ourselves. Yeah. That's a great, yeah, I agree. So yeah. I think that's a good one. I think, you know, like, I think there's value in analyzing things to an extent, but if it goes too far, then you're just, you know, it, it just becomes ruminating thoughts and you're just literally like a hamster on a wheel, you know, just like rolling these things around in your head without, um, finding solutions or peace or whatever it is that you're looking for. And we all do it, but I think that's to have the self-awareness to go like, this is, you know, using up my energy and my time. Yeah, my peace and all these things like that is, I think, huge. I think a lot of us don't even notice we do that to ourselves. Well, and I think the peace, I hadn't even thought about that phrasing, but that, that is actually what it is. Because I think if I think back to even like January through mid-March before the pandemic happened and even like doing the podcast and just what life looked like, I mean, I'm always, I'm maybe I shouldn't say I'm a girl. I overthink, but like, I, I would have a tendency to overthink just in general and a personality for a second or two. Um, and also the people pleaser in me is like, just making sure everybody's okay. Um, but yeah, since, but I felt very much at peace with everything. I feel like I wasn't like, I felt good about everything, but it wasn't until this last year where it's just been like, yeah, there's not been a lot of peace when it comes to my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And finding peace in 2021, I think that like that would be um, one of my colleagues had, she comes up with a word for the year every year, which I actually think is really cool. And um, hers are always like very heroic, mm-hmm. um, like brave or unstoppable. I'm looking at you, Lacey Stone. Um, but I think if I had a word for the year of 2021, it would be peace. Like that is what I want out of this year. I like that. I like yeah. that. So let's add that on. We didn't do that when we did our goals night, but let's add on. Come up with your word for the year. Ooh. <laughs> what would that be? I mean, I love peace. I um I was gonna say growth, but that's also very generic. But I, I'm I trying know. I think to put in words like complete <laughs> completion. <laughs> actually finishing things that I say I'm starting um follow through what's what's I need a a more eloquent no we need a thesaurus yeah climax I'm just kidding (laughs) also that because Um, you finished (laughs) I'm a child (laughs) no you speak the truth speak the truth. This is all about the truth. This is about finding your truth. I remember when I was younger, um, going back to deconstruction stuff, the idea of like finding your truth, is like the dumbest, most blasphemous thing I could ever think of. 
And now I'm like, that, that is what is true. <laughs> I know it does. It's something that I, ugh, yeah. Cause that's actually come up in many conversations about like, even things we put out in the podcast about it's our truth or whatever, but it is, I think it's like, I think the older I get, the more, and we said this on the podcast, like the more comfortable I am in my own skin and who I am and like, which is why I want to get rid of the overthinking because I really wasn't doing that that much at the beginning of the year. I was like, you know what? This is why I did the podcast because I feel good and I feel at peace with who I am and all these things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I do have some big goals for this year financially and physically. And I just feel like I am going to hit them for once. And so you just give me chills. I'm just like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just, oh, I think I'm so fed up with myself too. Then I'm just like, why? Like the only person, even like the dumb tracking thing is not dumb, but like, there's still times where I'm like, oh, I don't want to track this like thing. I'm just going to put it in my mouth. And I'm like, who do I think? Who do I think I'm fooling? It's going into my body. You think you're different? (laughs) Yeah, you think that like, this doesn't apply to me. Like, no. And it's, it's just so silly, but it's, it's just coming. I think it's, I haven't wanted to face myself truly, which is like giving me a weird feeling right now saying that out loud for some reason, but just, Mm. I think I've been in denial of where I'm at in life and what I've been dealing with in my head, I guess maybe. And it's like, no, let's just fix things and stop just being like, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know, you know, there's so many like elements to this conversation, but even just like as an example of something with like the macro tracking and just like focusing on our health in general, um, one of my great friends who introduced us to this whole thing, well, I mean, a different friend introduced me, but still to this support group and everything that we're in, um, she she's about a decade older than me and looks a decade younger. And she made the comment that she was like, I feel like I wasted my youth. Mm-hmm. And she's talking um, in that moment about her physicality. She was talking about the years she spent worrying about what she looked like and, you know, worrying about, you know, the fad diets and the up and the down and all this kind of stuff. And so she just feels like all those years were wasted in a certain sense. And of course they're not, but I understood what she meant. And I'm like, you're a decade older than me. I don't want to get a decade from now and feel exactly, you know, it's almost like your future self talking to your younger self when you have a friend who's older than you. Yeah. You know? Um, and I'm like, you get to be the future me if I just listen to you now and make the changes now. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know exactly where I was going with that, except that I think that we, I at least have a tendency to not face myself. Like you said, face myself to deny things, to ignore, because in my mind, when I think of myself 30 years from now, I still think of 33 year old me, Mm -hmm. even 30 years from now, I won't be 33. I'll be 63 and I won't have the time that I have right now ever again. And I know I'm saying things that are a little bit generic, but I think that when we think of our older selves, we do tend to think of ourselves as we are now. Yeah. And we won't be as we are now. We will have changed and lost time and all these different things. And so the only way to get where we want to be is to make the changes now. And I'm not just talking about food and things like that. I'm exercise, whatever. I'm talking about anything, anything you want. Anything you want. If you don't do it now, the time is going to pass anyway. We just keep going like, oh, sometime we'll do that. And I'm like, 
that and that's why and I honestly don't even care that much about the birthday numbers like 35 is a like significant it's a five of the numbers so I kind of for me I'm using that also as like a kick in the butt to like have something as a goal like by this date or whatever but I do I think back 10 years ago and you know we had kids so young that I'm already like man I I wasted so many years not being in shape you know running around with the kids and I've, I've mostly been able to keep up with them but it's just like I already know there's memories where I'm like, oh, I just didn't want to do this because I'm not feeling it or not feeling in shape or whatever. And, and it's like, those years are gone. Like, I don't get back that time with them when they were little. And, and I, I wouldn't go back because I, I also have grown and changed and things, but I think that's a good perspective of thinking, you know, I keep thinking now, like I'm going to be 35 and 10 years from now when I'm 45, I want to have enjoyed the last 10 years feeling good um right. yeah right and in, in one lifetime nobody can do all of the things they ever want to do like that's virtually impossible but the only way you can get anything done that you want to do is if you do them you can't just think about them yeah so that's really the purpose of the exercise that we did and um you know there's lots of other exercises out there like this. This is by no means not the only one. We actually, there are a few more elements to this one that we could maybe include in the blog about this episode. Um, a few more kind of add-ons where you can talk about like your personal life, your health, your career, your home, spirituality, um, recreation, which is something that we don't always talk about. We're always like wanting to get forward, you know, with careers and things, but we don't think about what we want to do to like revive our spirits um, and have fun. Like, what are we doing if we're not having fun? So we'll include that in the blog, I think for sure. So you guys can fill in the blanks on those things for yourselves. We did for ourselves. Um, I'm learning to skateboard this year. Yeah. That's my recreation. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so things like that. And I think, um, you know, it's February, but I'm going to step out on a limb and say, this is the exact time of year. You should be thinking about your new year's resolutions and your goals for the year, because it's easy to do it in January. And then it gets harder every single month. So yeah, do it now. If you didn't do it then, even if you did do it, then maybe you need to do it again. Yeah. I know this is like the first January, I think in, I don't know how long, maybe a decade, maybe more where like, I've stuck to something that I've committed to so far and not so far, it's going to keep going, but it's also setting more realistic. Like I'm, I was going to say setting more realistic goals, but it's not even that because I want to have big goals and things and do all the big things. But I also, I think it's coming to terms with personality because I think I'm somebody that's like, I'm very like all or nothing. So I'm like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to exercise 60 minutes a day and I'm going to do oh, no, 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 and just like, and then I, I just set myself up for failure because I'm never going to do that. That's just not my reality. And so it's just been like doing something that realistically I know I can't achieve. And sometimes I feel lame because I'm like, I know I could do more, but I know I can at least complete this base level. And then anything more is just extra. And then maybe I'll up that. Yeah. expectation of myself but for now it's like somewhere I know I can accomplish which helps me keep going so totally and it makes you and you in the general sense of you not be as like intimidated or afraid to create a goal that like yeah. we always fail we said earlier we always fail at our goals because we're always setting these things that are like beyond our reach you yeah. know it's like 
No, like when you we go through school, kindergarten through 12th grade, because it's a stepping stone, man. You don't go from kindergarten to sixth grade. Yeah. Like that it doesn't change just because we're adults now. We still have to have incremental change. Yeah. Or as James Clear might say, atomic habits. I was going to say, yes, that we definitely... Uh, you've heard us mention it a couple of times, but like highly recommend checking out that book. Um, and the other one we're reading, The Chimp Paradox is also really good. So good. if you're looking yeah. for some goal type books, or I guess The Chimp Paradox is more of like a introspective self-awareness <laughs> type of book. Yeah. Human nature kind of yeah, thing. Human like nature, explaining yeah. human nature um, in a way that makes you not like hate yourself as much <laughs> You're like oh there's the chimp and there's the human yeah. I've been existing as the chimp for like a year yeah but it makes sense it does but like in the wild in our home it does yeah. yeah so that's that's the thing this week yeah and we're excited to talk about like one of the things I'm excited to talk about at some point we haven't figured out what our next things are yet but um like talking about everything from goals to like uh some crazy true crime like I'm gonna forget all their names now um who's the guy with the drink the kool-aid man oh well because you asked me now I can't get it out Joan, uh <laughs> town yes the, 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 okay so everything from you know setting our goals to like I would I just it's my dream to combine true crime and then also religion stuff that we grew up in and all these like scandals and things that I'm like I never knew about until I was way older and was like wait I only heard this name in this light but now I heard all the other details scandalous um we need to contact Ludacris and Usher and see if we can use that line from yeah oh yeah you know when he goes you know what he scandalous (laughs) I was waiting for you to just do it (laughs) Like <laughs> it's no scandalous. Um, that needs to be our soundbite for every scandalous episode. Oh, I like it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we have lots to say about um, extramarital affairs with preachers too. Yes, they're just con- they're rampant and constant. Yeah. Why? It's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And still deconstruction, all of those. I'm sure there's lots of things we still need to add to our docket. So if you do have any questions or suggestions or things you're dying to hear from, or even just like want to send us a message of like, hey, we missed you guys. Here's something you want to hear. Like send it on in Instagram, Facebook, email us, whatever. As always, please. Yeah. This is just our favorite, even though we disappear for like six weeks at a time. But I know, what do you want from us? And I'm hoping, I guess that's, I don't want to even like say what I'm committing to, but I'm like hoping we're going to be consistent this year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. And, and the thing was, we really were last year until like really, really, really bad shit kept happening. <laughs> and that's true. And I feel like given what happened last year, we did a pretty awesome Good. And we're going to bring it back. We're bringing it back. Here we go. 2021. We got the verticals. We got the Brittany. We got the Tiffany. We got the you, the listener. Mm-hmm. What else do we need? Nothing. Pro- probably Jesus. Pro- people might say so. But might say. isn't it one saved, always saved? <sighs> if you're Baptist. Yeah, I wasn't, but. Me neither. That was not what we believed. 
That's why I had to pray every night before bed. I wrote a prayer poem one time. Oh. So I wouldn't forget my prayers. You still remember your prayer poem? Of course I do. Am I going to share it right now? Of course I'm not. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, of course I am. <laughs> but of course I do. I'll share it with you another time. Is that with your prayer poem? No, that's another episode. That's an entire episode on its own. It's a standalone. <laughs> a prayer poem. What the hell? Seriously. I'm going to rename it. <laughs> well, this was amazing. I love seeing your face. I'm hopefully we'll put this up for people to see. We'll see how we feel, but I think it's a fun experience. We'll see what, I don't know. I think so too. And one thing that you're going to notice for sure, if you're watching this, Brittany or anyone else, I nervous yawn. I didn't notice it here. I know. I'm so bad about it though, but I nervous yawn. I'm like, this is a great conversation. I've just stopped being offended by it. You know, I, I do used it to- all the time. It's so strange. But anyway, that'll be a fun thing to watch if you're watching this back. Okay. <laughs> hey, at least we did it. We finally got it done. So. We did. We got it done. Thank you guys for listening. And we will hear you back here. See you back here. Let you listen to us back here again real soon. Well, I've been Brittany. And I have been Tiffany. Wait, now we have to do the... <laughs> Bye. We just have to get it right the first time because you can't overlay it. (laughs) Toodles. Toodles.